You're listening to the Brand Boost Podcast with Vincenzo Landino. Guess what day it is. Yes, that's right. It's hump day. Earlier today, I released a brand new series called Two Minute Social Media Headlines. I guess it's kind of long. I might have to figure out a better name for it. That's where I ask you guys to help me out. That segment of the show or that two-minute mini show is brought to you by Zoom. Shout out to the wonderful folks at Zoom for helping sponsor that uh, social media headlines. Let me know what you guys think of it. You know how to reach out to me. Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, anywhere. Today, I want to talk about how you can achieve sweet success with marketing segmentation. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I wonder where I come up with these these things. But, you know, you can't get away with the spray and pray marketing tactics anymore. It's all about segmenting your audience and tailoring your message for optimal results. No matter how big or small your company or department is, in order to achieve success in today's marketing environment, you have to get personal with your customers, with your prospects. The more personal you are, the more closely you can align your solutions with your audience needs. This means more conversions, buyers, need I say, a better bottom line. Okay, I know many of you don't want to hear this, but I want you to think of the best way you can get personal with prospects or with your audience Today, in today's marketing environment, what is the best way to do that? Think, what is the best social media platform to do that for you? I'll give you two seconds to answer that for yourself. For me, it is by far Snapchat. It's been Snapchat for the past couple months. It was Twitter before that on social. How do you get personal, though, to work in a world where Things like email service providers or marketing automation solutions are pretty commonplace in every business, right? I mean, everybody knows that these tools are for reaching a wide audience at such a great frequency. Well, this is where segmentation comes in. The Economic Times defines segmentation as a means to divide the marketplace into parts or segments which are definable, accessible, actionable, and profitable, and have growth potential. The reality is segmentation is so much more. By slicing your database into different sections, you can send emails, direct mail pieces, run Facebook ads, whatever it may be, but they're customized to appear as though they are one-to-one conversations, right? What is the result of these well-structured segments? 39% of marketers who segment see higher open rates, while 34% experience lower unsubscribe rates. Uh, That was a report that eMarketer put out there just a couple years ago. The impact is likely to be even higher in today's very cluttered environment. Uh, Whether, again, this can be email, this can be social, Uh, This can be ads that you run anywhere uh, out there. 
Tim Swindle of Point Drive shares that companies generate higher conversion rates and deeper sales con... Uh, I was going to say conversions, but I meant conversations. When they segment their audiences appropriately, how do you start? Well, first you have to chart your course. These things don't happen in a vacuum. They're part of an overall marketing strategy. Uh, Segmentation is closely linked to value marketing. It enables businesses to better communicate the value of their offerings by prioritizing key target audiences and should be first on the agenda when it comes to informing marketing strategy. Beginning your segmentation efforts, you should conduct an in-depth analysis of your audience and your customer database. Then, based on that research, you define categories and assign individuals to them based on specific data points. Through this process, you create the segments that you'll employ for future communication. We've called this in the past defining your avatar or defining uh, a persona, creating a marketing persona. Segmentation is really no different. With further analysis, marketers will be able to uncover what type of content should be created for each segment and the best medium for distributing that message. Email, direct mail, social media, um, I mean, hell, television, podcasts, radio, all of those things are combined in there. I know we say that radio is dead or TV is not as effective, sure, but there's certain segments that you'll find that can benefit from the right marketing at the right time, again, if it's being spoken directly to them. Segmentation also helps when you focus on the right, or it helps you to focus on the right audience. Your research could really help you discover segments that aren't engaging despite maybe a ton of money and effort that you're pumping into it. And that could lead you to to turn your attention to a segment that appears to be highly engaged. Well, that happens and you're wasting money do you want that? No, not really. And that's the case with many businesses today where, you know, the spray and pray tactics or like, or guessing, yeah, I think most of my people are here. And this is one of the reasons why I think a lot of marketers are afraid of things like Snapchat because they don't want to know that their audience is there. They don't have to interact on that one-to-one basis. But like we said in this podcast like three minutes ago, it really matters. Those one-to-one conversations really matter. Data points also really matter. Understanding your audience and its members' characteristics, that's a huge part. It's key to segmentation. You have to go beyond the standard uh, firmographics to include buying behavior, needs, pain points. You have to use both implicit and explicit data points. First, you start with explicit or firmographic data. This includes things like job function, company size, industry, location, blah, right? You standardize the data in your audience database. Uh, Freeform data is is much more difficult to work with and is inherently error prone. For example, a freeform title field could contain, and I quote, biz dev MGR could mean business development manager, right? It could also contain business development or it can contain sales manager, all of which probably refer to the same job function. But making mistakes and assigning people to these segments is impossible to avoid when you have things like that. 
Pick list check boxes, radio buttons are great options when you need to receive standardized data. A side benefit is that it's easier for a customer to respond on a mobile device. Think mobile. Give us a list, give us a checkbox. It's way better, way easier to do. Implicit data points come from engagement or digital body language. Those are also valuable in segmentation strategy. What a customer or prospect opens, clicks on, visits, tells us what they're interested in, who they are, where they are in the buying process, uh, so on and so forth. Mapping interactions into categories for segmentation provides a laser focus into a customer or prospect's needs. Here's an example. Uh, or an example that we could throw in here is the stage in the buyer's journey, the persona or role in the buying process, and pain points or needs based on engagement with content. Purchase history, for this is for uh, current clients or customers, uh, can also bol bolster your segmentation effort. Previous purchases, purchasing frequency, purchasing size, those can all impact how you should speak to your customer or prospect and what to say to them. Well, how do you put these prospect or these segments to work for you? The more conscious the segment, the more personal and effective the communication. So it, it's, listen, garbage in, garbage out. If you don't do the work on the forefront, you're not going to be able to get the results you want on the back end. Put the time and effort in up front to really drive or drill into this data, and you'll have a much better understanding of who you're dealing with. Uh, Jay Conrad Levinson, he's the author of Guerrilla Marketing, said that segmentation is saying something to somebody instead of saying nothing to everybody. Money. Jay, that's money right there. With defined segments, you can target content, emails, calls to action, uh, directly to known traits, and especially pain points. To me, pain points is the biggest thing because everyone wants a solution. Solution-based marketing is so much more effective than, again, the spray and pray tactics. Yeah, creating contents, campaign, messenger, you know, and, and messaging um, that's tailored to each segment requires more effort, but this effort is needed and this effort will help you and better yet, help your bottom line. Don't forget, you need to start small. Build specific campaigns, communication tools, content over time. You know, you don't have to go in and start with all of your data all at once. Maybe you start with the last few months, or maybe you start with some of your older data to, to start. Maybe you start with your current customers before you start focusing on prospects. Whatever that is, don't try and tackle it all at once. And track your results by segment. Know which segments are producing dramatic results, which ones are underperforming. And for the ones that are underperforming, it might be time to shift your attention elsewhere. There's really no point in marketing or wasting your efforts on those that aren't buying from you. Uh, this is actually funny. A uh, friend of mine, Carlos Gill, made a comment to me the other day, you know, that he did not want to waste his time on the 1% of people that wasn't going to buy from him or whatever that number was. I, I, I kind of jokingly said, it's probably the 70% of people that aren't buying from you. But again, it was just to prove a point. And he wanted to focus his time and efforts on the other 99% or whatever percentage of people that actually were buying. Because there's no point in focusing on those that are naysayers or those that are not going to buy from you. Uh, it might be a matter of modifying your message or content to better meet the needs of whatever segment that is. Uh, but I, I just want to make that 
kind of drive that home because you do not want to waste your time in any of your marketing, waste any of your, uh, you know, time is a resource you can't get back. Money, at least you can try and get back. Um, you can make more of it. So don't waste either one of those. And in the end, your marketing efforts will grow and you'll understand more about your customer. What do you guys think? Does that make any sense? Did I give you any good tips there on marketing segmentation and how to make that happen in your business? Sometimes we talk about humanization and doing all that and we make it sound so easy, but we forget there's a lot of data collection, a lot of data analysis that goes into it. Uh, Are you implementing these types of strategies in your business or are you still trying the spray and pray? Let me know. Reach out to me at Vincenzo Landino, either on Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere else on the socials. Uh, And until tomorrow, which is April 1st, hmm, April Fools, I wonder what I should do there. Ciao. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to BrandBoostCast.com forward slash subscribe.